Study. Yeah, CJ and I welcome you to partake in the holy hookah. Drag deep, baby. <laughs> toke, toke, toke of that scripture smoke. You're just making it worse and worse every week to make me cringe. <laughs> hey, well, like I said, hey, you know the culture is is um they they love to get their they love to get their stone on man so i know we're just trying to speak the language hey and you know that's not an endorsement of pharmacia we try to let folks that there ain't no high like the most high you don't need that stinky sticky icky all you need (laughs) is the sweet word of god that's true okay so we got uh we got romans 13 oh goody 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 we know the status left. left the, the status left. They love this one. Oh, uh, they, yeah. this is right here. It's like, see, see, Paul is letting you guys know how statism is really done. This is a full-on endorsement of statism and yeah. you know totalitarian. They don't like to call it totalitarianism, but that's what yeah. it is. Uh, so this is their justification for Romans 13 is one of the, the things that they like to go to. Yes. I hope that uh, y'all will uh, indulge us in uh, in our efforts to set the record straight, yes. as you know. You know, people who actually read the word of God for what he actually says, mm-hmm. try to do. Uh, we like to think that we are in agreement with that. Yes. You know, of those who are trying to, uh, you know, preserve our republic and what it was uh, meant to be and following uh, and understanding what good law is uh, to uh, set the balance of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and uh, how, how these uh, rights that we have, these God given rights are supposed to be upheld. So, uh, you know, and this is why Paul is going to tell us, and, uh, and I'll probably say this a couple of times, and uh, Paul lets us know that I'm speaking to those who know the law. Yes. Right? You got to square that up. And you can't just, you can't just read this by itself. You got to know the law. That law being Yeshua. Right. Right? And that's when this was, this is when you really understand what Paul is talking yes. about here. So we're going to get into that. And uh, speaking of knowing the law, let's get the law in here. Mm. Right. Let us get our high priest and king, Yeshua, and the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, we trust in you, Lord. We welcome you. Uh, we celebrate you. Uh, and and uh, we're eager to learn from you. Yes. Uh, we trust in you that no other influence is getting away of what it is that you want us to learn or do. Uh, we want to be a blessing to you, an effective salt and light, yes. and fruitful for your glory, Lord. Uh, you know, we want to be, you know, we want to be, uh, you know, a blessing to you. And do what we can to preserve uh, this republic that you uh, blessed us with and, you know, do what we can to uh, report of you uh, in this fake news culture that we got. We want to, you know, be effective in promoting the real news and, uh, you know, and uh, enlighten who we can, you know. Uh, So we trust in you for a blessed fellowship and study. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. All right. Romans 13, babe. (laughs) Okay. Let every person 
submit himself to the governing authority. Oh man, I, th- I think I think uh, painful for you to read. <laughs> some conservatives just burst into flames. <laughs> 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 Woo! We don't like that one. Hey, there's no excuse to have a rebellious spirit, right? I know a lot of conservatives like to think of ourselves as rebels. Hey, don't think of yourself as a rebel. Satan is the, is the, is the original rebel. You don't yes. want to follow in the footsteps of the devil. Don't have a rebellious spirit. Have a radical spirit, yes. right? Don't get that. Yo, Yeshua is the original radical. He is the radical, right? Mm-hmm. And his disciples are radical. Don't give that distinction to the left. Thank you. Right? Don't give that to them. Yeah. Why do y'all give it that? Man, I can't go on enough about that. And then people, oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> stay, stay right here, though. Stay right here. Come on now. <laughs> get back in there, though. Okay, look. Um, but I know that rebellious spirit because, you know, because we like those sayings that, you know, uh, 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 rebellion against tyranny is obedience to God and stuff like that. Yes. It's like, no, no, that's, that, you know, that's even that you don't want to go to, I know people think that that's justified. It's like, no, no, you don't have to be rebellious against tyranny. You need to be re- radical for God. Yes, exactly. Right? The other thing will work itself out. Stick to being, because you don't want to try to justify rebellion, God. Why do people think that in their hands that this is going to be a good thing? Yeah. A spirit of rebellion is going to be good in their hands. Like, no, just be radical for God. Stick to God. You don't get any more radical than Yeshua. You want to follow that. Mm, All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow his example, not the rebellious example of the devil thinking that you can do good things with it. Yes. <laughs> Come on now. Um, let's see. Okay. So let every person submit himself to the governing authorities. For there is no authority <laughs> for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist are put in place by God. God, you're starting to sound like fuddy duddy. This is supposed to be the anti-fuddy-duddy Bible study. You're breaking breaking the law, God. You're breaking the rules of the house of the anti-fuddy-duddy Bible study. (laughs) I wish I I need one of those sound effect buttons where I can make like some thunder rumbling. All right. Let's see. So whoever opposes the authority has resisted God's direction. Uh Uh-oh. And those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves oh man so right i mean this this is where you got the status you got the left to say that's right amen <laughs> yeah all right now we gotta we gotta go through the whole chapter right you gotta you gotta square this stuff up matter of fact you gotta you gotta read the whole word of god to make sure this stuff squares up and y'all this ain't us trying to find no loopholes Right. Ain't no loopholes to be found here. The bottom line is that you have to, like Paul says, I am speaking to those who know the law, not speaking to those who know the chapter. You got (laughs) to know the law. Right. You have to know you have to square this up with who the law is. That's Yeshua. And if you're thinking that it's a status model that we're supposed to live by, then you don't know Yeshua. Oh, wow. Interesting you yeah. say that because I was just thinking we know a few spaghetti spined Christians mm. who are who have taught, you know, mm. pastors who have taught, well, yes, you're supposed to obey all authority at all times, no matter what. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, OK. You obey authority. <laughs> you obey authority, y'all. By having the discer- discernment of what good law is. Amen. Yeah. Okay, let, let, let's check this out. When, when Moses was given the law, y'all, God made sure that the law was written on both sides of the tablets, right? Why? Because you can't just be above the law. 
when Moses holds up those tablets and so people can see the law, mm-hmm. it's written on the other side of that tablet so Moses can see the law too because it applies to him. Amen. Yes. Right? Even Yeshua himself didn't assume to be above the law and he is the law. Oh, but Yeshua followed the law to the letter. He's the fulfillment of the law. Yes. Right? He is worthy to be followed. He is worthy to be obeyed. He is the law and followed the law to the letter. Right. Followed the law, obeyed the law all the way up until death. Mm. Right. So. Y'all. And now you have to know the difference, though. You have to know the difference. So everybody in authority, when you have a person who's in authority, that person has authority over them. And then that person has authority over them, whether it's uh, uh, elected officials, appointments, your job, military, whatever. Right. So what authority are you going to obey? You have to, you, what you have to obey is a fixed law established by God. And you have to obey those who obey the fixed law of God. If they are not obeying the fixed law of God, it's like, say, for instance, somebody puts in a law. And I know, I know uh, liberals love to talk about uh, like things like, uh, you know, slavery. Well, slavery was the law. Are you supposed to obey that? We're not supposed to challenge that. We're just, just going right. about our merry way and just have slavery, right? No, it's bad law. And it's law that does not square up with God. So Yeshua, who is the truth and the truth that you know sets men free. The Lord himself is liberty. Yeah. He's the author of liberty. Okay. And he defines what liberty is. Liberty is not for us to define on our own terms. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right. It's not for us to define. That's idolatry. Mm-hmm. Right. That's creating an yes. image. Yeshua tells you what liberty is. Mm-hmm. Right. But you got a lot of people wanting to define it on their own terms. And that's how we get totalitarianism. That's yes. how we get a, a, a system where people are, are living under tyranny because you have people in power assuming to take liberties with other people's liberty. Yes. That's what you end up with. Mm. Right. You have to square this up by the word of God. You have to know who the law is. I am speaking to those who know the law. And if you don't know the law, you will try to define these things on your own terms and you will make it law. Under the guise of fairness Mm, to be unfair to other people. Yes. That's what you're going to do. Well said. Right. So um, let's see. Moving on. Actually, uh, make sure I covered everything here for there's no authority. Uh, OK, now. So so even when we see this right here, for there is no law. Um, and y'all, we got to make sure that when we don't there's there's no selective or, or uh, picking who's an authority or not. Um, it says, let every person submit himself to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God. So we're talking about all of it. Mm, right. Okay. Not not this instance or that instance. No. All of it. All right. But you got to know who the law is to follow the law. Yeah. All right. Um, and those that exist are put in place by God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Even if it's even if it's Barack Obama. Right. Yeah. However, just because God puts somebody in authority there doesn't mean that the person who's been appointed by God is going to live a godly uh, or, or, or lead well, yeah. in a godly manner. True. Okay, and um, so yeah, let me look at that real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and um, it doesn't mean that they're gonna uh, represent or or um, lead 
in a godly manner. We've seen that over and over again. Right. Just because this person got that position of authority, just because God put them there doesn't mean that they're going to obey God. And when they don't obey God, you have the right to not obey that person, but ultimately only obey God. You have the right to say this law is bad and I have the right to challenge it Okay, because I am going to obey God. Y'all, that's how we're supposed to. Um, let's see. That's how we're supposed to uh, elect our officials, y'all, hmm. in this republic. All right. Um, let's see. And those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves. You don't risk bringing judgment on yourself by disobeying bad law. You'll bring judgment on yourself by abiding by bad law. You'll bring judgment on yourself by voting in bad law. Wow. Right. That's when you really take God off. It's like one thing for a, for a culture to have people in it that are going to sin and stuff like that. It's another thing when society uh, um, yields to making it a law. Right. When, when a society uh, invites the law, uh, bites a law that is in opposition to God. That's, that's when you really tick God off. It's like, man, you guys made that a law against <laughs> my law? Yeah. Really? Right? That's, that's when you really stepped in it with God. Okay. Um, so let's see, moving on. Let's take it from, what's that? Three. Yeah. For leaders cause no fear for good behavior, but for bad. Now, if you do not want to fear the authority, do what is good and you will get his approval for he is God's servant for you and for your good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not carry the sword for no reason, for he is God's servant, an avenger who inflicts punishment on the evildoer. Therefore, it is necessary to be in submission, <laughs> not only because of punishment, but also because of conscience. Man. Now, y'all, even it's like, hey, I got I got to give it to the word of God, man, because, you know, those who have like, uh, you know, tuned into my work for a while. You know, I'm all about saying that, hey, uh, we don't have leaders. We have representatives. I, 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 I got I lead my own life. Right. And my life is led by the Lord. We're not always led by the Lord. <laughs> but, you know, that's what I want to be yielded to. And we elect people to represent us. I don't need this person to lead me and, and, and uh, you know, provide for me and all that sort of stuff. Uh, just just protect our rights. That's yes. all you got to do. Represent us. And uh, but the word says leaders. Okay. All right. That's what these people, that's what they're elected to do. Right. Whatever uh, uh, you have, these authorities that are that are put in office, appointed, elected, they're leaders. However, this is what a leader does. When we're talking about these leaders, firstly, that there are representatives. All right. You can lead. If your objective is to represent. If your objective okay. is to lead us, you're not really a leader. That's good. Right? Because a leader is going to go in mainly with their own objective. Yeah. It's like, I'm here, I'm going to lead, and I got ideas on how I'm going to lead and all that sort of stuff. It's like, no, not, not, not leader <laughs> material to me. But a person who goes in there and their objective is to represent according to this. Yes. That's leadership to me. Yes, it is. All right. I don't have my own ideas of what I think society is going to be. I am going to do this 
to keep you free <laughs> yes. according to what the word of God says. That's a good distinction. Right. And I'll and I, I will fight tooth and nail to do that. Right. That's 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 the kind of leader we're talking about. Yes. All right. So when a leader goes in, y'all, we're going to elect leaders. See, it's not a this this kind of stuff, y'all. What Paul is talking about, this kind of stuff don't work in a democracy. Mm. It doesn't work. So in a democracy, y'all, people are going to vote in to be to have laws that are going to uh, make provisions for selfish and self-righteous ideas. That's what we're going to have to cater to in a democracy, because that's what democracy is. It means popularity. Right. Yes. And people are going to vote for what's popular and what satisfies us and what we feel like is entitled. We're entitled to and who's going to pander to that entitlement mentality that we have. That's what's that's what's popular. That ain't going to work with what Paul is talking about. It just won't do. You will never be able to satisfy any of these people. You're always going to have people who think that they're entitled to more. Right. That will not work in a democracy. You will always have somebody who is going to try to pander to the to the most victim oriented person. Oh, yes. And they will try to tear down anybody who has who has made their way to try to set it. Why? Because there's more victims, people who feel like they're victims than people who are who have overcome odds. Right. Right. There's there's more people to to, to vote them into office. There's oh, more, yes. There's more of these people to pander to. Yeah. Right. They don't pass that up. No. Well, we as we as humans love to have that entitled mentality. Mm-hmm. I oh, deserve yeah. it. <laughs> I deserve it. You hear it all the time. You deserve. Yes. You deserve. You deserve. Yeah. Right. Everybody was <laughs> victim. Victimhood is a competition, y'all. People love to do that. People always like to position themselves that they're more of a victim than somebody else. Yes. Right. Yeah, That's man. our nature. It's it like is. a competition. Mm-hmm. Right. I've suffered more than you. I've 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 seen more hardship than you. And I, oh man, come on, y'all. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it, and, and people, they, they try to fool themselves in trying to make like they can relate to other people's struggles. It's like, no, you're not. You're competing. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what it is. It's a competition. So I have to check myself sometimes. Oh, we you all know? have to. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and, and, not, and I know this is going to sound like a cop out and excuse and stuff like, like when I'm talking about uh, like even with shadow banning and all that sort of stuff. You know, a lot of times when I talk about that sort of stuff, it's for this reason, because, uh, often, you know, when I talk about it, it's because people may have asked me on a few occasions, hey, man, where'd you go? Oh, yeah. You know, and it's well, like, almost every day you get asked that. Yeah, oh, I just discovered you again. Right? And it's like, I'm just, I'm like answering the question. Yeah. It's not so much like a woe is me thing. It's like, hey, man, where'd you go? It's like, well, this is what happened. Right? Mm-hmm. And the other reason why I talk about it, y'all, I talked about it so much, is because, you know, every once in a while, y'all might hear of like uh, this conservative Hollywood movement, <laughs> you know, which, which there really isn't. Mm-mm. And that's part of the reason why there isn't is because it's like, look, when this stuff happens to you, these these liberal bullies come in. It's like, well, conservatives, start, they start to see that, man, I don't really think anybody's going to have my back. There's not going to be a career for me. Uh, right. If I come out, you know, it's my, my career is done. Uh, so they don't say anything. So I make it a point to kind of bring this stuff up and talk about it is because, yeah, this is going to happen more and more. Because yeah. they, you know, it's like, you know, kind of like peeking around the corner. They see what happened to me. It's like, ooh, they, they, you know, sure. and all of a sudden I become a leper. Right now. That's not me. It's like, oh, I'm such a victim. And, and you know, I've, I've suffered more than you. It's like, no, I talk about this because I hate it that other people are afraid. Yeah. You know, Amen. and it's like, man, I sympathize. I, I, I understand. But you know what? It's going to get worse. 
Yes. Because you have people out there that, you know, they'll and they'll see uh, a conservative out there just taking taking arrows and taking licks and just and just get choked out, and it won't do anything, right? And that's why there's there's not really a conservative Hollywood movement. Yeah. Right. You can only name, you can only name a few and you got it. And you got to stretch. You got to reach to try to like people. It's like I see those charts where they show like, um, you know, black Republicans. And it's like it's almost like you have people like so desperate to make these people out to be Republicans just to show that there's a Republican president, I mean, a, a presence in Hollywood. They'll reach for people like The Rock, Easy e Right. And the sad part of it is, man, as as. <laughs> I've actually been inched out of these memes, y'all, to make room for people like The Rock, to make room for people like uh, 50 Cent, to make room. It's like it, it, while, while, while conservatives say that nobody cares what these people think. And then all of a sudden they show they show yeah. signs of being conservative. It's like, oh, all of a sudden this this heathen can be seen as a Republican. Uh, 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 step aside, Zoe. We have The Rock. He's a Republican. Uh, Easy E. He's a Republican. 50 Cent is a Republican. And they'll just start throwing these people in there. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Right? And now here's, you got The Rock voting for Biden in here. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, no, that was easy to get pushed aside. But, you know, it, it is what it is. And uh, not saying that, you know, it's, oh, whoa, it's me. I'm a big I'm just saying this is why you don't see much of a conservative Hollywood movement, because it's like, dude, who's who's really going to have their back? Yeah. You know, it's like they, it's like it's done the same same way. Hollywood is an industry that chews you up, spits you out whenever. It, and it wouldn't matter if it's conservative Hollywood, too. They'll do the same thing. Yeah. Same exactly. thing. That's that's one of the reasons why I, I had been so disgruntled with conservative Hollywood. I was like, man, I'm not seeing where y'all are much different. Well, yeah. yeah the I'm, thing is, is conservative Hollywood, There's, it depends on what you call conservative. conservative. I don't call pro-choice and voting for Obama and then voting for Biden. I don't consider that conservative. Right, call me right. crazy, but. No, no. And matter of fact, they, they consider themselves classical liberals, you know, yeah. and more libertarian or, or, or uh, socially liberal and fiscally conservative. That's more of your conservative Hollywood, right? Yeah. Libertarian, classical liberals. And socially liberal, fiscally conservative. That's pretty much most of them, right? Yeah. And because of that very unstable platform of what conservatism is, that's why they, that's why pro, uh, productions are so difficult to really unite around and build, yes. right? Because there really isn't a solid foundation of conservatism. Well, but if you're just preaching to the choir, mm. like um, the pure flicks, like the Christian mm. section of productions. Uh. Or Dinesh D'Souza, like if you're just preaching to the choir, you can get, you can get a production done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even that criteria is like, you know, what's what's the criteria for that? You know, I don't know. But it's it's um, you know, if if I if I knew the formula for it, and I I reckon I would well. Yeah, it depends on what the formula is. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> true. Unless that formula ain't biblically based, you know, you know, Lord, keep it from me. I don't want to do, I don't, I wouldn't want to engage uh, in productions that are, that are apart from him or get there in ways that are apart from him. Like say, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't, I haven't done things like the Hollywood way. Like I'm not in SAG. I'm not after anything like that. I don't want to be in the unions. I don't want to do it the Hollywood. I don't submit my scripts and stuff like that or ideas or go audition, uh, you know, uh, or, or pursue an agent or anything like that. Who's going to get me caught up, you know, in the Hollywood way of doing things. You know, and that's a very, very, very difficult road to take if you're going to be an entertainer. You know, uh, it's like you might as well you might as well quit. But I'm like, no, no. Um, 
I, I, I like, um, I like making productions where, what, what, where, wherever I can, you know, with resources that I have, I don't particularly just, I don't want to do it the Hollywood way. That's, you know, no, not, not the case. <laughs> right. but anyway, y'all that's, you know, um, that's part of why you don't see a lot of conservative movement in Hollywood. Right. Um, so at any rate, what we're talking about or leaders cause no fear, uh, for good behavior, but for bad. This makes me think of, uh, what's that, um, adage I think is a FDR. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Um, as far as I can tell, this is very unbiblical. For some reason, this is a classic line. People love that. They love that line. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. God's like, what? I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not a spirit of fear, man. I'm not a spirit of confusion. Right now, the only thing that you have to fear really is me. It's God himself. And I'm, I'm not fear. I can send yeah. fear. Right. And if I send you fear, it's not the fear itself that you're supposed to be afraid of. Yeah. Right. As the word says, do not be afraid of the one who can destroy the body. Be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul. Yes. Your fear stops with me. But my name ain't fear. The only thing we have to fear is God himself. And, he, and then God, and then from here, what God is going to tell you, it's not fear that you need, because fear can come in all sorts of different forms, right? What you're going to be afraid of? You know, the only thing we have to be fear is spiders itself. The only thing we have to fear is, you know, what, what, whatever, right? Cockroaches. <laughs> right? But that's not what God told you to do. If anything, now, how, and how do you get there? The only thing you have to fear really is, according to Paul, the only thing you really have to fear is doing evil. Amen. Do yes. evil and then you should be afraid. Yeah. And God and, and the word of God is telling you, yeah, if you do afraid, then you should be afraid of your government. Conservatives yeah. don't like that. We don't like that. It's like, no, the, the government is supposed to be afraid of the people. It's like, okay, the puppy breaks. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, if the, if the government is out of line, yeah, then the government should be afraid of the people. Yeah. But when your government is abiding by good law and y'all, it, there's enough blame to go around between the government and the culture. Right. It's right. a spiritual war that has manifested in both. The spiritual war is manifested in the political war, uh, 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 cultural war. It manifests in a military war. Yeah. It, 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 when you have a uh, strife that breaks out, y'all, that's that's a manifestation of the spiritual war. And we're caught and we're caught up in it. And you have to know the difference what between what bad law and good law is and if you see bad law then the government then you should you should take the stance where god is leading you in the battle and that's what they're afraid of god says my terror my terror will go before you and that's what they should be afraid of right yeah. but when your government when you hold the, uh, when you elect in, uh, officials who are going to swear by the word of god they, they got a record of these cases that say hey this is what i lean on right that's how we maintain a republic and that right there is a government we should rightly, rightfully fear if we do wrong, knowing that we've done, you know, it's, you should be afraid to do wrong. You should be afraid to break the law. Right. Yes. But also, Paul tells you your conscience should be the main thing. It's like, man, I don't want to just do this because I'll because I'll break the law I should do it because it'll make me feel I shouldn't do it because it'll make me feel bad. Yes. <laughs> I should feel bad about breaking, <clears throat> breaking the law, mm -hmm. not so worried about the punishment. Right. So, like I was saying earlier, y'all, earlier, y'all, in a democracy, this really can't be um, achieved. It takes a republic, a republic that acknowledges God's 
uh, granting of rights. These are a fixed set of laws. They yes. can. They are certain and they are inalienable. You can't change them. Democrats hate that. They don't like it that God put in this law. They want to be able to have the power because they're so full of themselves and they're actual supremacists who think yes. that they can change they, by, by the popular vote with the strength in numbers. They can change what God has ordained. Mm. That's Democrats for you. Yes. As a Republican, right? We understand that, well, these rights come from God and you can't just change those. Right. Right. And when you elect it, when you're, you're not electing officials, y'all, to come in and decide that we're going to make some new laws. We're going to do away with this law yeah. and bring in this law and we're going to do these things like this. Like, no, that's not what you're electing. You're electing people who are going to come in and say, this is law and I am going to fight tooth and nail against those who are going to come in and try to change it. Yes, exactly. This is the law of God. It is fixed and certain. Yes. Don't try to change it. Right. Because it's fair. And That's true. right. You can't get any more perfect justice That's than right. the law himself, Jesus. Yes. He is the ultimate balance of freedom. Yes. Right. That's where, that's where it has to be. That's who you're looking for. You're not looking for some elected official to come in with their vision and, and all that sort of stuff and, uh, and have these ideas and, and make laws and all that sort of stuff. It's like, no, you're looking for an official who has a record of coming in, who can uphold the law. Right. This is what the Lord says. This is how we maintain your freedoms. This is how the balance is done. I'm here to fight for that. Yes. That's what you're looking for. That's how you maintain a republic. I am looking for that. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't have that anymore. Nowadays, politicians mm-hmm. from the city council up to the president are like, mm-hmm. well, I'm doing a good job the more laws I put over everybody. Right. While exempting myself, Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> now, one would ask, like, what is what does that balance look like? Right. Yeah, Where we have true. this 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 uh, freedom, this balance. What of freedom. does it look like? Yeah. Um. Let's take um, water, for instance. We, we, we like Democrats, they love to use the environment to like to, to get into people's head yes. and pull on their heartstrings and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> so the Democrats are going to always tell us that we need cleaner water. We need cleaner air. Right. You always need cleaner water. So, you know, when you get a politician up there who's going to panic, people say we should have cleaner water and all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> now, how are you going to argue against that? You, if you argue against right? cleaner, any, any <laughs> argument that you make that challenges that is going to make you look like you don't care about clean water. Yes. OK, this is bad because what Democrat is basically going to say, we need clean water. So what are we going to have? We're going to have more people's money going into paying for more chemical treatment of water. And then that same politician, these same Democrats are going to turn around and say the water's got too many chemicals in it. And we're just drinking exactly. a bunch of. Po- right. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> right. So this is going to interfere with the balance of freedom. Now, the, the, the more conservative politician is going to look at square this by the word of God and say, OK, how are we going to get cleaner water? Without stealing from the people, telling yeah. people that, OK, we're, we're going to need more of, of, of your city taxes to, to, to pay for treatment and, and water upkeep and stuff like that. It's like, no, if you really want cleaner water, cleaner water is what you're worried about, because there should be a nominal degree of how the water is going to be treated to where it's safe for people to drink. Leave that there because that's what you elected these people to do. Yes. Right. That's what these people are appointed and hired to do from there. If you're still and, and now what I'm not going to what I'm not going to do is put pull in more taxes to appease uh, your apprehensions about the water. What I will say is like, no, the water is clean enough. Instead of like adding more uh, more burden to you, why don't you keep that money and go buy yourself a filtration system? Oh, yes. Yes. 
Just go down the home team. And rather, rather than just keeping these annuals coming up, won't you just go ahead and take that money that you save and you can make yourself feel better by going to get yourself a filtration system. I fantasize about having a system ran by godly people who would right? act like that. That way you're not you're not giving the state or the city or whichever the power, you know, to, to um to impose more regulations, right, you know, more fees and all that sort of stuff. You get it's because that, that, that's all that is. Yes. You're instituting theft. Yes. That's against the law of God. But now you've 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 allowed a person, you know, not allowed because that's God. That's God that allotted that to them. You're protecting. Mm-hmm. You're per, you're protecting a person's God given rights. How you gonna spend your money? That's on you. I'm not gonna try to scare you into accepting more regulations and all that sort of stuff and fees. That is exactly their tactic. That's right. To pay for this that you're just going to complain about. Yep. Right? Do it yourself. This is your money. It's your property. I have no, I'm not going to covet your property and and make a a tax policy out of it. Um, Covet your your earnings and all that sort of stuff to to see what sort of taxes and fees and and stuff I I can get out of it. That's theft. That's institutionalized theft and covetousness. Right? No, that's your money. You want to feel better about having clean water? You go ahead and get yourself a filtration system. That's how you do that. Yeah. Right? So that's, you know, that when you have people who, who look at that, who are going to say, who are looking to protect what God has given you, not appeasing your entitlement, what you think that you have a right to, right. outside of your right to your life. Your right, your right to your liberty, your right to your property, your right to pursue happiness. And, and like I said, even when it talks about liberty, y'all, your right to liberty. Well, people say, well, how come I don't have the right to do this? And I just say, ah, you have the right to do that, but you don't have the right to forsake somebody else's rights mm-hmm. to do what it is that you want to do. Yes. Right. Like people will bring up marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. I want I, I, I want to be um, I want to have a same sex marriage. Look, if you guys want to live in a, in a covenant that you can establish for yourself, where you guys are going to be life partners and all that sort of stuff, hey, that's on you. You go ahead. You yep. do not have the right to make the public endorse it. Exactly. Right? Yes. You, now you've made it our business. It's supposed to be your business. You, don't you have, have violated my First Amendment right to my Christianity and my beliefs. Right? Right? Now, one would say, well, if, if whatever your religion is, you can't impose your religion on somebody else. Like, say, for instance, uh, what if your religion in, involved human sacrifice? Well, you can't just go kill people to appease your God and to satisfy your religion. Of course not. That's right. Yeah. The balance of freedom, y'all. Now, once again, even now, if a person has free religious exercise, and if you have like a, a homosexual couple, and they want to like uh, come and get photo, photo, photographs, and they want to get like a cake, or if they want to have a wedding and all that sort of stuff, it's like, look, you are basically telling me that I have to forfeit my rights. I'm not keeping you from getting married. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm not doing that. But you don't have the right to come in and keep me from my my free religious exercise. If I don't yep. want to take pictures, y'all, I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right? If I don't want to make a cake for y'all, I don't have to. All right. So now, like I said, it doesn't mean that you guys can't get now. Say, for instance, uh, like I use this analogy, if I have a restaurant, if I got a restaurant and, and, and a homosexual couple wants to come in and eat in my restaurant. They're more than welcome. They're going to get the same service as anybody else. Right. Yep. Now, if they come in and they want to make a reservation so they can have a party celebrating their wedding engagement or something like that, that's where I'd have to draw a line and say, no, man, that would be an endorsement. Yes. Of what you guys are doing. That I cannot do. Right? 
But if you guys are coming in as, as uh, you know, uh, uh, you're a gay couple, that's fine. That, that That's as, as far as I'm concerned, maybe you guys are just two buddies or whichever. You know, it doesn't have any what you guys are doing to come and eat has nothing to do with your sexuality, per se. Right. Right. It has nothing to do with you uh, um, print, uh, um, being at odds with the law of God. Right. And the law of nature. Right. It's not a, to, for, to come and eat a restaurant has nothing to do with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But if y'all want to come in and say that, OK, we, we want to use your establishment to celebrate our wedding or, or, or something like that. It's like, OK, now what you've invited is the opposition to the law of God, the opposition to the law of nature. Yes. Right. I can't endorse that. See, that's where the balance of freedom is. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Right. As a country, didn't we kind of forfeit all that when we decided that the government has the right to institute a license for marriage? Because, I mean, marriage is a... That's a God-given right. God, Yeah, it comes from God. The government Mm -hmm. shouldn't be issuing... It shouldn't have authority over marriage. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like to to get a license to be married against what God ordained. Right. (laughs) God's like, they didn't already got got my permission. They didn't already got my commission. (laughs) Right? Man and woman. Hey, go for it. Multiply. Right? Right? It's like, man, I I oversaw the first wedding. It's like, what do you... (laughs) Come on now. You don't need the government's permission for that. And and y'all, and the irony is, and I talk about this in my book, uh, uh, my audio book, A Weapon of uh, ASS Destruction. Oh, yeah, that's that's going way back, huh? (laughs) You know, it's like, it's funny how you got these, uh, you know, those who want to be... have same sex marriage, they want that, they want that wedding license. Yeah. Right. They want that marriage license and and they go to the Democrats to get that marriage license. The Democrat, and, and they use the black plight to get sympathy votes for them to be able to be married. Well, blacks and whites used to not be able to get married. Now they can get married. How come homosexuals can't get married? And they went to the party who denied yes. interracial marriage. And how did they do that through marriage licenses? A black man and a white woman or a black woman and a white man wanted to get married. Well, they had to be married. They had to have a marriage license for that. That's what Democrats Are you made. saying that the Democrats institutionalized or came up with a marriage license? That's like right. They're the ones who came up with the idea of a marriage license. Yeah. And then. And we kept this. And we kept this. Oh, right? wow. And they would use and, and to keep uh, amalgamation. They would deny marriage license. No, we're not going to give you a license to be married. Right. And now that same party that denied interracial marriage is the same party that homosexuals go to to get a marriage that license from. Oh, the irony. Wow. Right. While using blacks as as the, for their sympathy votes. <laughs> right. And, and sadly enough, too many of the black community lets him do it. Oh, that is just mm. amazing. Yeah. Wow. OK. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> Amazingly sad. Um, okay, so yeah. Bottom line is, y'all, if you're gonna fear anything, fear the wrath of God. That's Amen. what you fear, right? You get you incur the wrath of God by disobeying the authority that He's put in place. Who is upholding His law, right? So to the state is this does this does not mean that the state can do whatever they want. It doesn't mean that they can impose any law that they want and we have to follow it. That's not what this means. Not even close. I'm speaking to those who know yes. the law. Yeah. Right. These laws have to square up with God. If they do not. You got to be radical for God, Amen. period. Right. And tell the state it's like, no, this is not this is not good law. Right. Amen. OK. 
Um, therefore, it is necessary to be in submission, be submission to the, to the authorities who abide by the law of God. That's what you submit to. Not only because of punishment, because of conscience. Okay, then we move on. For this reason, you also pay taxes. Oh! Ah! pay taxes for the authorities are God's servants attending diligently to this very thing pay to everyone what is due them tribute to whom tribute is due tax to whom tax is due respect to whom respect is due honor to whom honor is due oh Paul you're killing us with the taxes man and the states are yes that's right listen to Paul the liberals are like oh Paul oh oh, you're getting me you're getting me so hot Paul talk more about taxes (laughs) taxes and respecting authority right okay so let's back this up y'all when it's talking about taxes All right. I'm speaking to those who know the law. Do we need a tax system? Of course we do. Right. We have a tax model. Yes. One, the Ten Commandments. Yes. That's your first. That's your first tax model right there. Because it includes personal property. That's right. (laughs) These are clarified in the Constitution. The original tax model of our Constitution is that you can you can tax excises, imposts and duties. All right. It's, it's you want to you want to tax outcome. And, these, and there's right. two kind of taxes that we're talking about here. We're talking about um, the taxes. Let me get let me get down to my notes. because you know, my, my Greek is well in all that great. But we, we're going to have uh, Fero taxes. And those are basically, you know, we're talking about your uh, personal taxes. Right. That's not the kind of taxes we're looking for, okay. even though these taxes are spoken of. That's not the tax we're looking for. I'll tell you why in a second. The other tax is going to be telos. And, that, and, those, and these taxes refer to customs, right? Taxing outcome, uh, taxing imports. These are the kind of tax. These are the, supposed, the taxes that we're supposed to have, y'all. You tax an excise. You, ta- um, you have an excise tax. You, you, you tax consumption. When a person makes a voluntary exchange, you tax that. Yes. Right? You don't tax a person's property. You don't tax a person's income. That is theft yeah. that is a violation of our right to property in the, in the in the 10 commandments thou shalt not covet thou shalt not steal our tax system now are based on covetousness right right these people need to be paying their fair share what is yes. their fair share it's never going to mm-hmm. satisfy anybody that is a system of covetousness it sure is and that's what we have instituted Gracious. against the law of god this does not please god right you have to square this up y'all do we have to have taxes yes we do but you have to tax a certain way And there's a way that you don't tax and you do not tax a person's income. You do not tax their property. You tax excises. Mm -hmm. You tax imports. Another country wants to do business with us and so on. I said, yeah, that's great. You can have a great enterprise here. There's going to be a fee Mm -hmm. to the the state to do that. That's fair. Yes, it is. That's fair. And that's freedom. Yes. Okay. That's how you do those taxes. And once again, that's... And here's the thing, y'all. Why is why is um why is that sound? Because that country doesn't have to do business with us. Yeah. It's not like we can go over there to another country. You're not supposed to be able to do it. People break out in wars because of stuff like this, right? You can't just go over to another country and say, we're gonna impose a tax on you. Like to know you ain't. <laughs> no, you're not. We're not. We don't have any business dealings with you. Right. But if we volunteer to do business and have trade, conduct trade with you, then we can have a tax agreement. 
Yeah. That's how that works. It's and it's just, we as Americans get mad at that when Britain tried to do that Come on us. now. Right? <laughs> we said no. Exactly. So. And we don't do that. <laughs> Only in a voluntary exchange Amen. should there be a tax. Whether it's between uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, whether it's on a domestic level or whether you are uh, uh, having having trade with another country, that's yeah. how that works, All right? And that, and y'all, that's plenty of funding yes, for the government. Is. There's plenty. You don't have to tax people's income. You're not supposed to, right? I know that liberals like to go to the to the Sixteenth Amendment and stuff like that. That's that 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 amendment is antithetical to the Constitution and wasn't properly ratified in the first place. It can't be yeah. because it doesn't square with the Constitution as it is. Was that, um, was the income tax, you know, the temporary income tax, <laughs> was that supposed to pay for World War One or World War Two? I think it goes back to, uh, this was before, uh, geez, I think, I think that started coming into place um, uh, with uh, Rough Rider. What's up? What's, what's that? Rose, oh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt? Yeah, Roosevelt. Wow. Yeah, Teddy. Right? Yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, I know that's sad, you know, because, you know, he's, he's a Republican, uh, but he was, um, I think, what was that, the bull? Some bull, some bull work. Uh, oh yeah. So I know somebody. I know somebody's gonna put um, it in the feed. Right, yeah, put it in the feed. <laughs> help, help us out. Help us out. Uh, bull moose. That's bull moose. Wow, that's that's what you. he went with. Um, but at any rate, y'all. Um, and yeah, that that you know, um, you're probably uh, more familiar on the history of that than uh, than I am. It's, it's a little foggy for me right now. But yeah, uh, it could have been that. You know, that was one of the excuses, one of the reasons yes. for it. And then I think uh, uh, once it was put into play, I think that's when uh, Wilson just like went nuts with it. Um, but that's the bottom line is, y'all, we're not supposed to be taxed like that. So when you have the status that look in this, once again, you got to know the law. Like Paul says, you, I'm speaking to those who know the law. You can't look at this and be like, oh, that's our excuse to tax people. And then by doing that, you're going to take the Lord's name in vain because God's like, I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah, you can tax, but I didn't tell you to use as an excuse to make it legal to steal from people, Mm -hmm. to make it legal to covet their stuff. You didn't read the whole law. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. So the two taxes are Firo and Telos or Telos. Right. Firos and uh, Firos and uh, and Telos and Firos is speaking to like those uh, those personal taxes. Okay. It's going to it's going to list those. And this is the kind of tax that you don't want to do because you got to square this whole thing up. Just because it's mentioned, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to do it. <laughs> right. But there are those kinds of taxes. But it's not it's not a right tax. It's a violation of your rights. Property is a violation of the commandment to not covet and steal. Okay. Right. Um, let's see. Um, tribute to whom tribute is due. Tax to whom tax. So tribute to whom tribute is due. Even there. You have to take that now, now because well, they'll take this and they'll go back to the render under Caesar, right? Okay, yep. they, they uh, you know the status, the liberals, the Democrats, they like that one too. Yeah. Render under Caesar, what is Caesar? Doesn't the, doesn't the Bible say that, <laughs> right? Doesn't the Bible say render under Caesar? Okay, you got to look at the whole thing. What did Yeshua say when they came to trap him in that? Trap him? He says, "Let me see that coin." Why would Jesus say that? Is it just answer the question, man? Pay taxes or not? Jesus says, let me see that coin. Why? Because it says, because of the inscription on it. The inscription on it says, worshipful son of the God Augustus. Jesus was calling them out on idolatry, y'all. Jesus was, uh, was calling them out on paying tribute to a false God, violating the commandments. That's what he was calling them out on. He wasn't telling them, yeah, pay Caesar his taxes. That's not what he was saying. 
He's like, do you guys realize what you're doing here? You, right. ch- you see this coin, right? So, so he wasn't condoning calling Caesar God. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, this ain't no God. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this ain't no God. So when it, what's up? So when it got, when Jesus saying, render under Caesar, what is Caesar's and render unto God, what is God's Jesus saying, render under Caesar, nothing. That's what he's not entitled to your property. He's not entitled uh, to your income. He's not entitled to that. If Caesar, however, obeys the laws of God and does what he's supposed to do according to God and taxes according to God, because when you tax according to God, you do not rob people. When you tax according to God, you do not target their income. You don't go after their property. There's that balance. Right? You will render under Caesar what is Caesar's when he taxes according to God. If he taxes, excises. If he taxes, imports. When he taxes that way. Then render under Caesar what is Caesar's according to God. But he ain't doing that. That's awesome. I've not heard it broken down like that. God's going to deliver the goods. (laughs) Right? He ain't going to let you. No, no. They've gotten away with this too long, man. And they use things like this. They're not going to like this. The liberals. (laughs) Share it with, share this this (laughs) show with your liberal friends. (laughs) And spaghetti spined pastors. (laughs) Liberals really, if they really want to know freedom, they really want to know the truth, man. It's like, it can't work the way that they think this is supposed to go. It's not freedom. Right? That's not freedom. It's not fair. Yeah. You know, it's not liberty. It's none of those things. It's not loving your neighbor. It's not being your brother's keeper. It's none of that. That is a totally dyslexic view of what y'all think that liberty, uh, um, um, being able to take care of each other, fairness and all that sort of stuff. Like I said, the, the, the best way to look out for your neighbor is to not force your neighbor to be, te- uh, to be dependent on you or to oh, force, force yes. dependency on your neighbor or force your, uh, your neighbor to take care of you. That's not loving your neighbor, Amen. right? You don't force somebody into doing that. You don't force yourself as a liability on somebody oh, else. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. That's not, that's not well liberty. Said. That's not freedom. Um, sure. It's definitely not, you know, that's, that's your brother's, uh, um, that's in, that's inhibiting your brother. That's 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 yeah. weighing down your brother. Right? Giving your brother liabilities. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like you know that's that's not love. It's not mm-hmm. love at all, right? And, and and when you do that, you make a society to where they they they're not. You weaken them in being able to look out for one another. That's yes. what you do. You want if it's like you should you should allow everybody to have their freedom to to uh, acquire whatever resources that they have. To be able to uh, to sustain themselves, because when they're able to do that, that's when they can be strong for other people. Amen. Right. Yeah, you look at New York and California. Mm. There are hundreds of thousands and thousands of people trapped in poverty because mm. of the covetous antichrist laws. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, you just weaken people. Yes. And, and, you, and it's like you don't give people a chance. Any, anybody can anytime can always say, well, we've tried that. It's like, no, nah, not really. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and of course there are times, and you, you, you're going to have people out there who are who are greedy and stuff like that, and people who will take advantage. Of course, you're going to have that, right? That's and if you think that doesn't happen in socialism and communism, <laughs> right? oh man, it's good. Good luck with that. You you go ahead and you try to live on in these countries where it's just given over to that. Yeah, you know, they, they, it's like you'll they'll, you'll see what they want you to see. Exactly. Go ahead and try to live in it. Right. Without, you know, it's, it, it, no, it doesn't work. Right. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't work. You will, you won't be able to thrive y'all. You, and you're, you're, you only become excellent for the state. You're just a product of the state. Right. 
And y'all. And God help you when you're not yeah. serving the state anymore. Right. When you become elderly. Yeah. <laughs> or infirmed in some way. You know, and, and but the bottom line is, is and even in the status mindset where they think that everything will be fair and stuff like that. Uh, no, if you think that people don't do each other dirty in socialism oh, and God. communism, you think that there is some wonderful utopia that's totally opposite of capitalism. Ah, no, <laughs> no. And yes, capitalism is what Yeshua had in mind. Capitalism isn't all about just making money, guys. And it's like, and, and conservatives do a horrible job at, at promoting this in the culture. Agreed. It's one of the reasons why we have such a hard time with it. Because conservatives make capitalism out to be as, it's all about making money. It's not what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Capitalism base, at its core is basically this, the taxation of outcome, not income. That's basically what oh, it comes wow. down to. Can you repeat that? Capitalism is basically the taxation of outcome, not income, right? Wow. This is your property. These are your gains. This is, this is, this is what you've acquired. The state, doesn't, yeah, <laughs> this, the, the state doesn't have the power to come in and, and, and levy that. They can't wow. come against that. And when you and when you have a system like that, it creates the environment for more honest. Yeah, that's commercialism. True. Very true. Right. Gee, I'd love to try capitalism. Sure. It sounds good. You know, but, you know, <laughs> but people have been suckered, you know, and thinking that it's just some bourgeois uh, mm-hmm. way of living, a materialism that people will just do each other dirty for the almighty dollar and stuff like that. No, that's what happens in socialism and communism and crony capitalism and crony capitalism. <laughs> exactly. Right. Y'all, that's how you get these gangs. Yeah. Because they, 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 the mob, the, oh, the mafia, the triads, uh, Salvatrucha, Yakuza, right? <laughs> the MS-13. That's how you get these gangs, because their governments are so oppressive, taking everything that they got that they go underground and they resort yes. to nefarious means to try to survive. And then well they make said. syndicates out of these things. Yes. That's what you end up with. That's what happens in socialism and communism. Because the government is never satisfied, always taking, and people have, they, they can't thrive. In capitalism, where the state is made to respect the God-given rights of man, their property, there's a boundary that they cannot cross. And when you do that, and people don't have to try to cut corners and try to hide what they've earned from the state so they can provide uh, products and services to their customers, keeping their costs yeah. down and stuff like that, that's when you have lesser instances of of corruption you know oh, y'all you mm. always this is earth y'all always gonna have corruption right what you want to be able to do is minimize it bring it down to a nominal degree right it, it, can, well, can corruption happen in capitalism of course it can but when you have socialism and communism you have created a, a festering environment for it yes. that's what you get with socialism and communism Amen. capitalism helps to mitigate that yeah right but people believe the devil. Yeah. You know, they believe the devil and they think that, you know, they're entitled to what somebody else has. We have believed the devil from Genesis 3. You know, <laughs> right? You good at remembering them scriptures. I'd have to go back and say, what's that Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a good step part. Okay. Uh, so now what do, I, what do I keep saying, y'all? Repeating, repeating Paul. I'm speaking to those who know the law. That's why he said right. you shall not commit adultery. And adultery, y'all, even with that, these Democrats, uh, these liberals, these rebels, right? These rebels in our country, rebels against the Constitution. These rebels, um, well, hold up. I'm getting so ahead of myself. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, no one. Let me we'll, we'll say that. Don't, don't let me forget what I was getting ready to talk about. Let me back up to eight. Uh, 
owe no one anything except to love one another. Can you dig it? Yes. Right? Love everybody, y'all. Your friends, your family, your enemies. Right? Sometimes even your family act like your enemies. Yeah, love them too. Right. right. Maybe you might you might lose communication with them and stuff like that, but don't give in to hating them. Right. You have exactly. your arguments, you know, you have your fallouts and stuff like that. You know, don't go through your life hating them. Right. Mm-hmm. Love them. So, you know, wish the Lord, you know, pray for the Lord's uh, peace and truth to be received. Yes. By them. And you know how to love them if you're in the word. Right. Every day. It takes <laughs> that. Um, so, oh, no one anything except to love one another. Right. For the one who loves one another has fulfilled the Torah, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Yes was talking about. Look, man, it takes love to do this. It's like yes. if you're not if you're not gonna steal from me, if you if you're deciding not to steal from somebody, it shouldn't just because well I'm afraid of the law, oh, right? Good. I'm, I'm, right? I'm I'm trying to you know uh, just decide between the risk and the reward. Yeah, you know, can I, it shouldn't be just for that, right? It's no, it should be like out of respect, right? Yes. Out of love. Amen. It's like I'm not gonna steal. I'm not gonna do any. I'm not gonna break the laws and sin against you because of love. Yes. That's that's the real essence of the law. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, for the one who lead, who loves one another has um, fulfilled the Torah. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word: You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no does no harm. To a neighbor, therefore, love is the fullness of the Torah. Okay, so adultery. We see the Democrats are full of adultery because you can see that with uh, with them going to war against the Constitution. They're an adulterous Mm -hmm. party, y'all. They're adulterous uh, uh, um, voter stock. Yes. Right. Even even when the Confederacy, the Democrat represented Confederacy, made their own Constitution. That was an adulterous Constitution that they gave over to against our Constitution. They're adulterous now with how they're basically cheating on our country, cheating on the American people. Yes. Right. They say that. And and sure, you got Republicans that are the same way. But with the Democrats, that's just their nature. That's who they are. Right. Right. When, When Republicans do it, it's deviance. Yes. Right. We it's like we got these rhinos and stuff like that. It's like, man, what are you doing? You know, you feel betrayed. Right. You feel kind of abandoned by these people. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, that's a that's a um, that's a deviant Republican. Not making excuses. I'm not, I'm not making excuses. But that's when you look at the Republican platform, you follow this. This is what we're supposed to do. And when people are straight from that, that's when they're being deviant. Whereas Democrats, that's just who they are. That's what their platform is, is yes. to be rebellious against our Constitution. Right. That's just who they are. So. This is the these are the things that they've instituted. And these are the kind of laws that they want to put in. These are laws that are not to be not to be upheld, not to be obeyed. They're to be challenged. Say, no, that's not good law. Amen. Don't make us live under that. Right. Uh, you shall not murder. Right. For our, uh, our pro abortion vote. Right. Same mm-hmm. thing. Don't murder. And, and that goes for transgender, too. Amen. Right. Yes. Yeah, trying to murder. You, you're trying to murder off what you were born at. Yes. Right. Going against what God is like, look, man, I said I said that you're male and female. You try you trying to make me out to be a liar. This is a base. This is a, like the most basic truth I have said about you from the beginning. Male, female. Yes. You're going to try to change that up. Come on, man. You know, so even in that they're they're they're, tr- they're trying to murder off what they originally born as. Um, let's see. Don't covet this. This these taxes and these fees, and these regulations all based in covetousness. Yeah. Um, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fullness of the Torah. Love does no harm. 
right? When you love according to the word of God, our own ideas of love, y'all, right? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm. So you got it. You, you have to, once again, I'm speaking to those who know the law. You want to know how to love where you don't do harm? You got to know the law. Because yep. the Lord is the one who tells us how to love. He's, he's the instruction on that. You try to love according to you guys, these people out there talking about how love wins. Love wins is what? Like here in California, we're being made to pay for puberty blockers. Is that what you think love is? That you, that, that a kid is going to say, I want to identify as a girl and you're going to start pumping them full of pills. That's going to basically stay. There's been reports of death of this. This is love. This is love winning. Really? That's so sad. You know, it's beyond sad. It's like, how can you talk about love of oneself when you look in the mirror all the time and you hate yourself and you want to murder yourself and be reborn as something else? God is the one in charge of rebirth. Yeah. Right. But these people out there assuming that they can be reborn as something else. That's not love. No, that's total hatred of what you are. Assuming that you can be reborn as something else. Come on, man. None of that stuff is love. So we got that stuff going on here right now. It ain't love when you're when you're constantly telling somebody that they're not paying their fair share and you're trying to rip their their uh, their, their property away from them to try to satisfy somebody else because all you think all you can see is that a person who's wealthy has uh, five cars and, and houses and yachts and planes and all that sort of stuff and you think that just because this person may own a McDonald's that they should be paying their 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 employees. $15 an hour as if they don't have other employees, other pla- other places. Right. They don't just employ people at McDonald's. That's right. True. Yeah. If they got a yacht, they're employing people to upkeep that yacht. Yeah. Right. If they got planes, they got people that they, that they pay to fly the plane to upkeep the plane. Yeah. That's food on their table. To store the plane. Right. <laughs> yeah. If they got five houses, that's people that they, that they pay for the landscaping. That's people that they yeah. pay uh, to help maintain the house and all that sort of yeah, stuff. That's true. jobs. That's them helping people put food on their table. But all these, these, these entitled minded greedy liberals can see is that they should be paying somebody, you know, who works at McDonald's, you know, an hour. That's all they see. They don't see anything else. When a person wants luxuries, luxuries cost. And when you pay for a luxury, what you're doing is that you're paying the facilitator of the luxury (laughs) and you are helping them put food on their table. All right. So that's how liberty works, y'all. Liberty doesn't work by you going and demanding that this person part with their money. That's not how it works. You make a you make a society implode that way. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're imploding. Right. This, this, these people are doing this with the idea that they're going to eat the rich. Right. You saw you, you, I've talked about this <laughs> yeah. before. You see a saying when, when, when there's nothing left to eat, we're going to eat the rich. No, you're not. You won't eat the rich. The last thing that you guys will eat will be the poor. You will eat yourselves. The word of God even tells you. Oh, yes. Right. Yep. Even tells you that the, the Israelites, they were eating their own kids. Before they were done rebelling against God, yes, they were reduced to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that that happened. That that's even happened. It that's, that happens in recent history, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, no, you think you're gonna rich? No, you if you try to tear down the rich, who gonna give people jobs? Right, that's true. So you, the rich ain't gonna be who you gonna eat. You'll be you, you eat yourself. It's you know these liberal taxation laws. They don't. I mean, they don't just go for the rich. There's hundreds, like I said, there's hundreds of thousands of people trapped in mm. poverty mm. because of the liberal taxation laws. Mm. Right. It, it really goes after 
the middle class and the lower middle class. Right. And and here in California, oh, yeah, they they, they sticking to us really good, right? Yeah. Oh, how how dare you be an independent contractor, though? Oh, you gonna pay? You gonna pay dearly? You know? So it's like, you know that that's just what they do. And and you know before that, hey, I was I was actually able to give people jobs. Yeah. You know, I guess that that's not a good thing. Now it's the, but but uh, since they've taxed me rotten, I can't I can't pay nobody now. You know, so but it used to be where I actually I could employ people. That was great. No, no. Yeah, the, the 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 citizens of California keep voting for more taxes and more taxes and more taxes because they think mm-hmm. that it's just going to tax the rich and right. give them more. Yeah, it's, and they don't learn. If anything, at least they get the satisfaction that somebody is sticking it to the rich. That's just, right. That's what they think. <laughs> you know, that's and and they think that somehow that's going to make their life better, and it's it's just more. Downward spiral. Yeah. Downward spiral. So we can pay for puberty blockers for 11-year-olds. Right. <laughs> Man. That and abortions for anybody who wants. It ain't love and it ain't fair. Yeah. Right. Besides this, you know the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. And now our salvation is nearer than when we first came to trust. The night is almost gone and the day is near. So let us put off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and envy. Instead, put on the Lord Messiah, Yeshua, and stop making provision for the flesh for its craving. So right there, y'all, he's squaring all this up. You can't just assume that the state can make all these things that you think satisfy you law. Yeah. It's like, did you not read what everything that he just said? So, okay, let's let's back up a little bit. When it's talking about it's already the hour. Now, when it's when it talks about the hour, y'all, the, the words uh, that we're talking about, the time, uh, we have the words kairos, which means opportune time and season. And that's the that's the word um, I reckon that's I think that's the word that we're going to use there that the word uses there kairos is as an opportune time and season we're 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 looking at a season that this is going to be coming about as opposed to chronos uh as, as in sequential time this isn't like something that's going to happen like in uh um by the hour or something like that this is this is like a specific hour right this is this is going to be an opportune time um that these things are going to happen um let's see. There's there's gonna be indicators. It's 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 more like a uh, an opportune season. Let me let me rephrase that. More of a season. Okay. More um uh, that. And even when we're talking about hour, we're talking about a proximity of time, right? Because the Lord, you know, the Lord says like you don't we don't know that I don't even know the day or the hour. But we want to get to approximation, right? We're supposed to recognize indicators, right? So we're talking about Kairos as in this opportune time and season. Uh, as opposed to chronos, as in se- sequential. So, like for chronos is where we get the you know the word chronology, right? Yeah. And chronos is uh is the name of who we recognize as fa- Father Time. Father Time. That's his. That's his name. His name is Chronos, <laughs> right? Not to be confused with Cronus, uh, as in um, Saturn, what what he's called in a, in in a Roman uh, mythology. So uh, we have uh, let's see where where we have back up a little bit. Okay, yeah, we were just talking about those uh, time and season for when it's time to awaken. Uh, when we talk about awaken, y'all, um, from this sleep, this isn't just talking about um, like sleep as in um, uh, Cthulhu, 
like I said, I got I got to look at my notes a little bit. So I because, you know, I don't speak Greek. Um, <laughs> so Cthulhu is this. This word is is uh, it's, it's just regular sleep, but it doesn't use the word Cthulhu. It uses the word hoop, hoop notes, right, as in hypnotize. Right. So when we're talking about this sleep that we're supposed to make, awaken from, this is a spiritual sleep. Right. It's, it's talking about like um, it's where we get the word hip, uh, hypnotized. But who knows to speak into like a spiritually almost like a, a, or a stupor or even a trance. Wow. Right. But this is something that we're supposed to awaken from. Right. And um, that's so, actually really interesting. Yeah. Yep. And uh, for now, our salvation is nearer mm. than when we first came to trust. And it's all, it's almost like, you know, and as we wake him from the sleep, it's like, you guys, he's like, you know, it's like, man, it's like the, the, the Lord is becoming brighter to us. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. it's dawning. It's like, man, yes. it's like, man, I'm, I'm really, I'm seeing you. Right. In this generation, y'all, it's like, this is, you know, if, if I could just, you know, Lord, if I may, it's like this generation right now, it's like, man, there's, there's no excuse to not see the Lord brighter than ever. Right. You know, with all the resources that we have and all that sort of stuff, man, it's like, man, we should just, we should just see him like blazing, like coming up over the hills, man. Mm-hmm. Just, just recognizing him, right? Amen. Um, so it's nearer than we came to trust. The night is almost gone, mm-hmm. just like the analogy. All right, and the uh, the day is near. So let us put off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly in the day. Okay, now right here, not carousing in drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity. So sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in striving envy. Okay, so. It's telling you right now, like, you know, we see these laws concerning sexuality, right? It's like, look, man, you're not supposed to be, if, if, if you're not supposed to live by these things, you're definitely not supposed to make laws by these things. Amen. Right? Yes. As well, as well as, so for the statists who like to use this chapter to, to make an endorsement of, of, uh, of uh, the state having the power to make us abide by these things, Paul's like, uh-uh, no, you didn't. That's not what I meant. Yeah. You didn't read the whole thing. It's like, you just read what you wanted to read. You're not screwing this by the Torah. Yes. Amen. The, 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 and and the, the Torah is the Lord himself. He is the law. Yes. I'm speaking to those and all. Do you know the Lord? Do you know him? Right? He's not some all accepting hippie who tries to force people <laughs> to be fair to each other. That's, it doesn't work that way. He don't work that way. Right. He's obviously shown you that he's a free will kind of God. Mm. Right? Indeed. And... If you abuse your free will, God is like, yeah, yeah, there's punishments for that. But you got to know the difference between what abuse of free will is. And a lot of the things that people uh, are voting in is that they're using their free will to vote in things that are willed against people and their freedoms and their liberty, thinking that it's real liberty. You don't know the difference. Oh, wow. Woe to those who don't know, who will call good evil who will call light dark, who will call bitter sweet. Woe to these people don't know. The Bible speaks to people like this. Yes. And you're wanting to put in laws based on not knowing the difference. You know, you got to know the law. You can't just, you just can't invoke Jesus' name. He told you, man, don't take my name in vain. Right. You're invoking me to put in laws that don't square up with me. That gets on my nerves. Yes. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. And so it's telling you, uh, like, so what did we just talk about? Not carousing and drunkenness, not drunkenness. Well, right there, drunkenness, like pharmacia, we put in a law. We put in, you know, we're, we're making witchcraft, yeah. right? It's witchcraft, y'all. You want to get high and stuff like that? You want to be able to erase your consciousness <laughs> against, uh, 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 against what the word of God says? Separating your mind from him? 
But trying to convince yourself that you are expanding your mind? No, you're not. That's well said. Right? No, no. And that is going to become a federal law, I think. Oh, yeah. Probably within five years. Sure, sure. And, you know, when you have people out there who want uh, health care and stuff like that, uh, uh, couple that with people who saying that they just want the medical marijuana, yeah, you can be paying for people to get high. Oh, yeah. Right? You'll Mm -hmm. be paying for that. So that's where we're headed. We've made pharmacia, witchcraft, an endorsement. We've endorsed it, right? Against the word of God. Paul is telling you, don't don't be going around in drunkenness. Now it's 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 it's, it's, it's encouraged. It's celebrated, right? It's it's the law, yeah. right? I mean, it's not the law that you do it, but it's the law now that it's that, that witchcraft is protected. It's like when you when we're talking about being out of your mind, right? <laughs> See, like people, the people said, well, well, Zoe, how come how come drinking wine is okay? Even Jesus Jesus drank wine, and and you know, isn't there something to say for moderation and stuff like that, y'all? Let me let me explain something to y'all. When you drink wine. You don't necessarily drink wine for the purpose of getting drunk. Wine is usually to, to complement your meal. And there was a time when drinking wine was arguably safer than drinking water, right? To, yeah. to hydrate yourself, right? Uh, but, you know, even with that, you got to be careful on how you're going to do it. I mean, you, you end up pretty thirsty even drinking wine. <laughs> be like, yes. I'm drinking this wine, man. I can't quench my thirst. And before you know it, you're drunk. But the thing is, y'all, the wine was meant to complement your food. And that's not something that you, you, you in, in that compliment, you don't drink it to get drunk, right? You can drink wine and appreciate wine without getting drunk. Oh, yeah. Just appreciating the flavor, appreciating mm-hmm. the, the, the ambience and all that sort of stuff. That's totally different from taking drugs. The only reason to smoke weed <laughs> is to get high. That's true. That's all you can do with it. Matter yeah. of fact, if you smoke weed and you don't get high, you're going to be mad. <laughs> you're going to be going back to weed. So I say, oh, man, this is a bunk weed, man. What's up with this? This ain't nothing but some swag, man. You need to hook up that real sticky icky, man. You, been, you, you, you know, <laughs> give me my propers, dude. It's not like you have former experience. <laughs> That's right. I ain't no hypocrite, man. I ain't no judge. I've been there. Right? And I'm, it's, But I don't do that anymore. And I'm trying to tell folks, like, look, man, they ain't no high like the most high. Exactly. You don't need that stuff. Right? But the thing is... You know, when you when you do any kind of drug, any kind of drug, the purpose of it is to be out of your mind. Yeah. While thinking that you're in control. Oh, it's so true. That's yeah. one of the reasons. It's a pride. It's a prideful venture, y'all. That's one one of the reasons why people do it is because they are such control freaks. They, they they they're so full of pride that they think that they can take a bunch of drugs and still be in control. Mm-hmm. Right. It's dumb. Sorry, I hate to use that <laughs> word, but it's dumb. Right. So now. Having a glass of wine, having a a liqueur or beer or something like that uh, to to complement your meal or for some refreshment or something like that is not not in its on its face a pursuit of drunkenness. You're not pursuing getting drunk just by having a glass of wine. Yeah, you can have a glass of wine and still be not out of your mind. Right. That's true. That's 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 the purpose of it. It's just simply to enjoy your meal or to have some fellowship or something like that. That's what the, the, the word Jesus was into that. Yeah. Jesus was OK with that. When you drink the wine to, to get to drunkenness, then you've abused. That's abuse. Absolutely. You've missed you've misused what the Lord has blessed us with, just like anything else, yeah. whether it's food, whether it's sex or anything like that. You've abused something that the Lord meant for us to just be able to enjoy it while staying in our right mind. Yeah. Right. But when you engage in pharmacia, you smoke weed. Nobody's just like, I, I just want to have a little just, just so I can have a little a flavor. You know, I just get a little flavor of the weed. And, 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 and uh, 
fumigate the air like potpourri with a little bit of essence of, of, of Mary Jane. It's like, no, people don't do that. You smoke the weed to get high. You smoke the weed to get out of your right mind. Right. Even the restaurants, mm. you know, in California mm. and Colorado, they infuse the food with the marijuana. But the right. purpose is to get high. To get high. <laughs> right. While trying to tell themselves, well, that's why I smoke, man, to get my head right. No, you lying to yourself. Oh, I've heard that from so many people here. But, but y'all, that's that's the unbiblical propaganda of it. I do Absolutely. it to get my head right. It's like against yep. the word of God. When the word of God tells you, you love the Lord with all your heart, mind and strength. Well, let me get my head right. It's like, no, 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 no. You've just removed yourself from God. Exactly. Right. Get nope. your head right. Get your get your head in the word. Every single day, renew your mind. That's right. With his word. That's right. And so, your head will be right. Yes. And so, so there's a difference, y'all. The yeah. difference between having some wine, having some weed. People yeah. be trying to twist up the word of God. So, well, didn't God give us, you know, food? I mean, uh, fruits and seed bearing plants. Yeah. For food. <laughs> it tells you for food. Yes. <laughs> right. So at any rate, y'all. You got to square up the law. It's even talking to you about the drunkenness, which we have made an endorsement of, you know, like here in California and, you know, yeah. these other states, you know, it's legal now to, you know, to, to go ahead and get out of your mind. Yeah. Um, and it's coming to a state near you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sexual. That's right. You know, people think that this stuff just, you know, just crazy California. No, it's coming, oh, to no, it's coming your way. All right. Uh, sexual promiscuity and sensuality. So, you know, even with that, uh, how we're, how we're uh, legalizing, uh, these these sex based laws, these these gender laws, and uh, you know, appealing to people's um, uh, their 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 perversions, right? Yeah. We're doing that too. Um, not in strife and envy. These law, these tax laws that we put in, it's all about trying to get in somebody else's pockets. Can't yeah. stand it that somebody else has more, right? That's true. So in strife and envy, we we make these laws. It's like you got to square all this up. It's like y'all, a lot of you statists, you leave this stuff out. You liberals, <laughs> you leave this out. When Paul is telling you, he's like, no, man, you can't do that. You don't. You shouldn't live that way. And you shouldn't institute laws that way. Amen. Right? Protecting your perversions. You mm. know, so you can wow. just feel like you're entitled to do all these things. Um, instead, put on the Lord Messiah Yeshua and stop making provision for the flesh for its cravings. Wow. All these status laws that you liberals want, that's exactly what you're doing. Yes. It's an affront to what Paul has told you. How are you going to invoke Paul? How are you going to invoke the, the word of, of God and the person of Yeshua to, to say that Yeshua will be okay with this? Yeah. This is not an endorsement of your status ideas, of your liberal ideas. It's not an endorsement of it at all. It actually speaks quite against it. Yeah. He says literally, stop making provisions for the flesh for its cravings. And that's what, that's, that's, that's y'all's whole, that's your motives. Yep. That's your motive. Absolutely. Right? So I hope y'all wow. found that interesting. I'm like, man, did I go long again? I probably went long. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought it was a good teaching. Short, short, <laughs> short chapter, long, long observation. <laughs> I just get the jaw jacket, man. But I, you know, it's a fellowship. I, I, I hope the Lord made it fun for y'all. Because it's it's a party for us, man. Yep. Maybe, you know, uh, and we call it the anti fuddy daddy Bible study. Maybe we are fuddy daddies. We just get in here and we just nerd out on God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we all nerd out together, <laughs> right? So hopefully, uh, you all enjoyed, and we appreciate the fellowship. And uh, yes. and uh, thank you so much for your support. We, um, you know, we thank you guys for you know uh, for trying to help us. You know, keep bringing these um, you know this content to you and. And uh, if you're new and, and uh, you caught it and you hung in there, <laughs> it was like, hey, so, man, you started to be like, you know, you started to be like church, man. It was like, you know, we, we want to get on, on over to a uh, golden corral, man. <laughs> we want to get on. 
<laughs> hungry, man. I want to get on. <laughs> I want to get to the buffet. <laughs> right. And uh, so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be a little bit more mindful of that. But hopefully I've, <laughs> I've kept it interesting and, uh, you know, and um, you've enjoyed hanging out with us. And I will try not to, you know, take too many liberties. Well, I think you kind of help to inform, you know, the voters too about, you know, voting in good law and bad law and how we determine the difference. Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right, y'all. We thank you guys so much. And uh, if we may, in the name of Yeshua, we send y'all, you know, um, you know, blessings and uh, and prayers for uh, his healing word upon y'all that uh, his resolve. Uh, his strength, you know, to, uh, you know, let's keep on going, do what we can to, uh, you know, to bless him. Let's use what he gave us to, to bless, you know, to bless him and yes. uh, be that effective salt and light. So uh, y'all be good. And uh, as, as, as good as, the, as, as uh, the Lord will, you know, fortify you to be. And, um, you know, let's, uh, let's keep it, let's keep each other going uh, onward and upwards. Yes. You know, in his name. Thank you all. Thank you.